Bowersockteam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, Bowersockteam.com. So let's talk about yesterday at the mm-hmm. press conference, declares for the draft, opts out of the bowl game, thus ending one of the best careers a Texas running back has ever put together. And the, the column that I wrote on the site, Craig, you can get this at Hornets 24-7 right now, I went back to thinking about Bijan before he got to Texas. And if you remember the state this run in in the summer of 2019, and the way Tom Herman used to do it, Craig, you've been down there many, many times, the, at the Texas High School Coaches Association convention, uh, they usually try to make as many of the FBS head coaches in Texas as they can available for a press conference. The way Tom Herman liked to do it is because that's right around Big 12 Media Days and he's doing so much media, he sent a couple of assistant coaches. And the two he sent to this particular one in Houston, he sent Stan Drayton and Todd Orlando. So Coach Drayton has the press conference and you know we go out in the hall and I get a one-on-one with Stan and we're on the record. So I say, look, I, I know you can't. And, and they're recruiting Bijan, Zach Evans. They needed a big-time running back because they had missed on Noah Kane and Trey Sanders at the end of the 2019 cycle. So they needed a big time back. And I just asked Coach Drayton, I said, look, I, I know you can't mention anybody specifically, uh, but do you feel do you feel good about getting an elite running back? And before the, I even got the question out of my mouth, he said, no question. We're going to get a big time running back. Lo and behold, Bijan commits a couple of weeks later. And the first time I sat down with Bijan, it was right before the All-American Bowl in 2020 down in San Antonio. And I thought it was funny because he told me the only thing he really knew about the Texas running back tradition before the recruiting process started was he used to play NFL Street, the NFL Street video game, and he liked playing with Ricky Williams because Ricky Williams was really good in that game. That's about all he knew about the running back tradition of Texas at that point. But we talked about expectations, and I just want to give you this quote from B. John Robinson. Think about this. This was before he ever set foot on campus. When I asked about, is he ready to handle what everybody expects him to be, which is the next great Texas running back? He said, I feel it's very exciting, actually. God put me on this earth to do something like that and to see people have expectations for me. It makes me want to play harder. I don't play for people. I play for the team and try to make the team better and try to make myself better. But the expectations, that's what you want to live for and that's what you want to strive for. The goals that people have for you, you want to exceed those goals any way possible. And dare I say, Craig, Bijan exceeded the expectations. It's really hard when you're when you're the number one ranked running back prospect in the country, and even even in the recruiting process, you know, Mike Roach went out to to Tucson to see Bijan and talk to everybody around the school. He was a five star prospect, five star person. That's everything you heard about Bijan. And Craig, he was every bit of that at Texas and then some. Not only every day like that. Not only did he live, surpass the hype, live up and surpass the expectations on the field, he did it off the field. And look, you cover some student athletes and some aren't necessarily what they portray to be in the public light. There aren't many I've met in the time I've been doing this that are as genuine and authentic as B. John Robinson. I, I, I brought that up yesterday, uh, him and Roshan. Uh, it, the, both of those yeah. guys, and uh, it just seemed to me. I know that this isn't the case because uh, all of us are human, and we have good days and bad days and things like that. He just seemed to never have a bad day, even when he had a bad day. I mean, uh, I, I'll never forget. You know, the the conversation. I mean, he came over and, and and joined us on the post game after he had the fumble in overtime mm-hmm. in Lubbock. 
they they lose and uh, you know and and his fumble gave Tech the opportunity to win it on the walk off field goal, and he just he said, I think he said God has a plan for me and the plan doesn't always include success and doing something. I have to accept that and I understand that and that's that's on me. That's my responsibility. He said, but you know what? I got enough confidence, in my ability and my teammates that we'll get it back. We'll we'll. Uh, We'll bounce back, and and boy, did he ever! He, you could tell he wasn't going to let that drag him down. Yeah, and tell me if this quote doesn't sound like Bijan in that interview, Craig. I asked him. I said, "What's?" I said, "People only know you as a football prospect." I said, "What's one thing you want people to know about you that they might not know?" I said, "Quote that I'm just a good kid, a fun-loving kid. Football is the thing right now, but me off the field, how I handle myself and try to give people a happy spirit. That describes Bijan Robinson off the field." to a T. He was every bit of that and then some. Then you get into the conversation and I know we had it, we've had it already, but I think it's worth dragging up because you know, we this is what we do. It's lists and rankings. Where does he rank among the all time running backs at Texas? And and for me, Craig, it, it it's two tiers at the top. Yeah. Ricky and Earl are on a tier by themselves. When you take home the big prize, you're on a tier by yourself. I think there's three backs in the second tier. I think it's Bijan, it's Cedric Benson and it's Chris Gilbert, all three for various different reasons for what they did at Texas. But to me, it's those three guys on that second tier. So to me, he's in the top five. Anywhere from three to five, you want to put him between Cedric Benson, Chris Gilbert, and Bijan, wherever you want to rank them, you can make an argument for Bijan at three, four, or five. Um, here's the beauty of the thing about the running backs at Texas and, and why uh, the discussion always happens is what, what you just laid out. And then you mentioned three other college football Hall of Fame backs. You three mentioned you mentioned three great great backs, and then there are those that, that are coming back with Jamal Charles or coming back with Deontay Foreman, Roosevelt Leaks, Roosevelt Leaks, uh, Eric Metcalf. Uh, you know, there there people can bring all of those all of those names to the table of discussion and have a valid uh, point and discussion and. That's what's really cool about about the tradition and the legacy of the running backs at the University of Texas. No matter how you feel about whether, you know, like like Bucky said, he said his Mount Rushmore would only be two guys, Earl and Ricky. Well, that's not a Mount Rushmore because a Mount Rushmore is a collection of four, as we know. But I, his point was, there's two, and like you said, in a different stratosphere, in a different in a different tier. And I know some other folks that say, well, you know, I, I, I loved Ricky and he won a Heisman, but, you know, I thought Bichon had this and I thought, you know, someone's who had that. Chris Gilbert was the first back in college football history to rush for 1,000 yards in three consecutive seasons in a day and time when freshmen weren't eligible to play. And, and what Chris Gilbert meant, Craig, as the, the lead dog in a wishbone offense. When he, he was there to help convert that thing in his final season. Yep. Uh, folks said, oh, he was the lead back in the wishbone. They won national champion. No, Chris Gilbert. His career ended in 68, mm-hmm. but he was at the vanguard of flipping the script yep. to where Steve Wooster, uh, another guy, Wooster was another guy that, that folks put in that conversation. Mm-hmm. All-American, runner-up in the Heisman, uh, or, or was in the Heisman uh, uh, finalists. Uh, you know, those th- th- that kind of thing. I think he finished fourth in the Heisman balloting. Uh, you know, uh, a two-time national champion. Uh, th- those kinds of things, and then we we just lost him recently. He passed away recently. Folks brought up his name, so all we're of talking the, about Steve Wooster, right? Yeah, uh huh. He was fourth, fourth in 1970. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and 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 if it's 1970, wait a minute, let me see if I can remember this. 1970, you've got Jim Plunkett winning the Heisman, if I remember correctly. 1970, and then I think Joe Theismann 
Uh, Notre Dame is in that. And I'm forgetting who the third one is. Another big name. It's a name we'll probably be referencing tomorrow once signing the signing classes in the books. When Sark has his press conference. Really? Who would that be? Archie Manning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, three big names there. And Steve Wooster was number four in the Heisman balloting that year in 1970. So, again, another name that goes into that conversation. So, uh, th- that's what I think is the, is the best benefit of all of that. Um, here, here's where you get Bijan on the trump card over some guys, including Chris Gilbert and mm-hmm. including Cedric Benson. Mm-hmm. There's been four unanimous All-American running backs in school history. Ricky Williams did it twice, Earl Campbell, James Saxon, B. John Robinson. Mm-hmm. That's the list to be a unanimous, a unanimous All-American. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you are. Uh, okay. And I promise, I see it on the Specs text line, we will, in the next hour's Longhorn Notebook, we will get into some recruiting. And I understand this. Like like our friend Police Chief Cantu says, I'll take B. John over Ricky, Ricky Williams every day and twice on Sunday. Uh, Chief, get it, understand it. There are those who would say, you know, uh, you know, here's Ricky won a Heisman Trophy, and 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 that puts him in a different stratosphere. Um, you know, uh, Bijan finished ninth in the Heisman voting in '97. Ricky finished fifth on a four and seven team in in the Heisman voting. Um, so anyway, so there there it is. And uh, and then somebody said, not only do I think Bijan's the best running back to come from here, besides Vince. Uh, He's the best offensive player to come from here. Well, he's probably going to snap that drought of first-round picks on offense because VY was the last one, as hard as that might be to believe. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, that's where uh, the, that's where that is. That's our notebook for this hour. We do have Inconceivable Jeff because we have no show Friday. That means if we do have a Florida man story, we can come with a Florida man story on any day this week. Today, we have a Florida teen story. Okay. Okay? It's a Florida teen story. That's part of Inconceivable. When we continue to light the tower on the horn, 1049-1019, AM 1260, live, local, and digital.